Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Rev. James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. Amen. Well, family, I'm so excited. As you know, our theme for this year is the door is open. The door is open. Well, we're beginning a brand new series today, and that series is simply called The Open Door the open door. And in fact, I want you to turn with me in your Bible to the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation. I want you to turn to chapter three and we're going to begin looking at verse number eight. Just one scripture, one verse that we're looking at today. Revelation chapter three and verse eight. And here the word of God, it reads, it says, I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it, for thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. Has not denied my name. The title for today's message is, It's Before You. It's Before You. Listen, it's, it's very important to realize that Jesus knows everything about you and about me. He knows everything about us. He knows everything that you've done, that I've done. He knows it all. And with all of that in mind, he has chosen to set an open door before you. He's chosen to set an open door before you. I want you to look back at our text and let's dive in and see what that means and why that is important. Look at verse number eight. We're just going to look at the very beginning. It says, I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door and no man can shut it and no man can shut it. Yes, Jesus is the one who has set the open door before you. Again, even in this text, he's writing to the book or it is John who is pinning these words from from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to the church at Philadelphia. And he's letting them know, listen, I know your works. I know your works. And he's saying, listen, but but I, I've set before you an open door. And this is what Jesus has done. He's done that for you. He's done that for me. He did that. He was doing, he was letting them know in Philadelphia, I'm going to set this open door before you. I'm setting this open door before you. And I believe it speaks to us today. You see, I want you to understand this, that, that this is not something that you've earned or that is owed to you. It's not something that you've earned or is owed to you. But Jesus has made the decision to keep you for this open door and to open the door for you. See, he's kept the door for you, but he's, and he's opening the door for you. you th this door is for you. It's for you. He's opening it for you. He's opening it for you. You see, it's important uh, that you understand that Jesus declared or, or what Jesus declared about this open door. It's important that you understand this, what he declared about this open door. What did he declare, Pastor? He said this, that no man can close it. No man can close it. Once he opens it, no man can close it, can close it. Listen, regardless of what it looks like or how it seems, no one will be able to close this door. 
No one, no man will be able to close this door. Now, listen to me. You can position yourself to be disqualified to enter. You can position yourself to be disqualified to enter, but no man can close it. No man can close it. I need somebody to type in chat. I fear no man. I fear no man. Listen, it's not about what man can do. It's about what the Lord can do both in you and through you. Listen, this means that you cannot allow anyone to have you act outside of your character or allow yourself to be so lured by your flesh to do things that you know are outside the will of God. Do you hear me? Let me read. Let me say that again. It means that you cannot allow anyone to have you act outside of your character or allow yourself to be lured by your flesh by your flesh to do things that you know are outside the will of God. That's the only thing that disqualifies you for this. But he's opened the door for you. I, I, want you to, I want you to hear this. I want you to understand this. At the beginning of 2023, I want you to grab a hold of it. He's opening the door for you. He's opening the door for you. Listen, as you enter into the places that God is calling you, it's important that you understand that where he is calling you is not what defines you. Let me say that again. Where he is calling you is not what defines you. Why is that important, Pastor? You see, you are not defined by the assignment that you are being given. You're not. You're not defined by the assignment. Listen, understanding this helps you to helps you to actually uh, from getting into a place where you could walk in pride and arrogance. Do you hear me? You see, when you understand that where you're going is not what defines you, then you're not going to be going in and say, I've arrived. I'm here. No, no, no. You're not doing that. <laughs> you're not worried about that. You're going in humble because you know that if it had not been for God on your side, where would you be? <laughs> so you're going in understanding he's calling you for something greater that other folks didn't see, but God knew because he knew the season was coming. Oh my goodness. He knew the season was coming for you. Also, where you are coming from isn't what defines you. Where you're coming from isn't what defines you. It doesn't matter about any broken relationships from your past. It doesn't matter about coming up on the wrong side of the tracks, about the mistakes you made, about the, the, the stuff you used to drink and the stuff you used to smoke and snort. It's not about that. It, it, you, you, you've been delivered from that. You, you, you don't have to look, keep looking back at the mistakes of your past and the challenges of your past. You can now look before you. Why? Because he set an open door before you. If it was not meant for you, the door would be closed. But he's opened the door for you. He's opened the door for you. You see, in fact, the reason you are able to enter is only because you chose to follow after Christ and be content in him. Do you hear me? You chose to follow after Jesus and be content in him. Be content in him. Listen, that's why the Apostle Paul, he said to us in Philippians chapter four, beginning at verse 11, he said these words. 
not that I speak in respect of want. For I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound everywhere and in all things. I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. That boy Paul was saying, look, I've been through so much stuff that it doesn't matter what I face. If things are great, I'm going to be okay. If things are difficult, I'm going to be okay because I know that my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Christ is with me in the middle of whatever I'm going through. So therefore, I'm choosing to be content. I found my contentment in Christ. So therefore, I'm not worried about it. I'm able to keep moving regardless of how things look. Other people may flip out and wig out because they have not been connected to the master. But when you've been connected to Jesus, you learn that there's some stuff you got to go through. You learn there's some things that you'll endure, but you also learn that you can get to the other side. And what's on the other side is much greater than anything you're going through anyway. And once you get to the other side, you discover that everything that he's provided you is what you need. It's what you need. And you'll be able to move on from there anyway. Anyway. Oh, my goodness. Listen, you, you see, Christ is opening this door. Let me share this with you. Christ is opening this door for you, not because of your works or anything you've done. Not because of your works or anything you've done. You see, as Paul stated in verse 12, he learned to be abased and he learned to abound. He learned to do both of those things. He learned to be abased and he learned to abound. That means he understood what it was like to be in a lowly state. And he also knew what it was like to walk in a state of having all provisions made. He understood both of those, but his strength did not come from his external circumstances. It did not come from his external circumstances. It came from him, his choosing to be content within himself in the Lord. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it was a blessing to you. If you're in the Metro Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. You will also be able to get this entire message. Please feel free to visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.taboworship.org for more information.